This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. Yo, do people even say that anymore? I notice that I still say that all the time, but I'm starting to, starting to wonder if I'm dating myself by saying that. I don't know, but either way, yo, what's going on? Welcome to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Lamore, your host. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast or listening to it in whatever fashion you might be. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Vinyl Me. Please join their record of the month club by going to joinvmp.com forward slash bangerang radio it's a really cool vinyl record club now if they happen to send you a record um that month or a certain month that you don't like let's say you have it already or yeah you just simply don't like it you can send it back free of charge and they'll uh you can pick out a different record pretty sweet right so join vmp.com forward slash bangerang radio there's also audible Go to audibletrial.com forward slash radio to get a free audiobook download and free uh, 30-day trial. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from, from your or for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Super stoked about today's show. As always, if you've been listening to Pop Punk and Pizza for a while, you know that I've been promoting the band I play in, St. Jimmy. It's a, actually a Green Day tribute band. I've been talking about our upcoming shows. I always plug those before every podcast. Well, today's the day that you actually get to meet those guys. They are the guest on uh, Pop Punk and Pizza today. But before we get to the guys in St. Jimmy and my conversation with them, I want to share one of my favorite rock Christmas songs with you, or I guess you could say metal at this point. We're doing things a little differently uh, this episode. The Christmas songs I've been playing for you have actually been punk or pop punk or ska, and this one is heavy. It's August Burns Red. Carol of the Bells. This is just a really kick-ass version of this song. So uh, if you haven't added this to your Christmas playlist yet, you probably should. I got some big news to actually announce afterwards.
August Burns Red, Carol of the Bells, right here on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. Add that to your Christmas playlist. Uh, trying to uh, spice things up a little bit on our Christmas songs. I know I've been playing a lot of punk and pop punk, which you would expect, and ska, of course, too, for the Christmas tunes. But, you know, I those aren't the only types of Christmas songs that I listen to. But anyway, hope you enjoyed that. And of course, Merry Christmas to you and your family and your friends and your all your loved ones. And actually, uh, if you're just listening to this the day this episode was, was released, uh, Hanukkah actually started yesterday. So happy Hanukkah to all her Jewish friends out there as well. All right, so the big news I was talking about that I wanted to uh, tell you that I'm super stoked about is that Pop Pumpkin Pizza Podcast is sponsoring our first ever show. It's Snooze Fest 2018 at The Wire in Berwyn, Illinois, happening Saturday, January 13th. It's featuring bands Guardrail, Talk to You Never, Glory Days, Oceans Over Airplanes, Torch the Hive, Drew Neely and the Heroes, Invictus, and also Little Crown. Now, about half of these bands have actually been on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast before, so I can say this is going to be a really kick-ass show or fest. Um, Coming up, Kevin from Guardrail, their lead vocalist, actually asked me if Pop Punk and Pizza would sponsor this, and then on top of that, he asked me if I would MC this show, and I was like, heck yeah, this is going to be awesome. Like I said, uh, these bands are kick-ass. It's going to be a kick-ass show. It's an 18-plus show. Doors open up at 5.30, starts at 6. Tickets are 8 bucks at TicketWeb.com, $10 with pajamas, $12 without pajamas. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to find myself some pizza-related pajamas and wear those. Um, so... What we're going to do, every podcast up until Snooze Fest 2018, we're going to highlight some of the bands that are playing the fest this year. And as I said just a minute ago, I've had about half of them on the show already, so I'm going to play a clip of of previous interviews and previous episodes. So I'm going to start out with the headliners, Guardrail. Uh, They've been on twice, Episode 2 and Episode 19, if you want to check those out here on bangerringradio.com and iTunes and wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, on Episode 19, when Guardrail was on, uh, the whole band was here. And Kevin actually talked a little bit about Snooze Fest uh, from last year, and this is uh, the clip. We played a a show, this is kind of like our first show of this year with this lineup of of, uh, people. Uh, nice. <laughs> was, uh, you mean we, the you mean the CD release show you had a bottom lounge or <laughs> no 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 the, the show we played the in January yeah. Yeah. it's called Snooze Fest oh, oh and yeah we had uh, I remember how many that. bands were on that eight there was a lot there's eight yeah. bands on the yeah. show and most most of us wore pajamas and, well that's uh, why it's called Snooze Fest exactly right? yeah. He wore just like basketball shorts and a t-shirt. That's what I wear to bed. I mean, uh, we I said wear pajamas, not what you wear to bed. There's a if difference. I if I wore wore to bed, they'd have thrown me the out. The police would have been. I was called. gonna say, I wear my there were boxers there. to bed, dude. Wow, that's all How sensible. <laughs> <laughs> not that anyone needed to know that, but that's all I. That's Everybody all I wear. To know that. Yeah, that's I feel all I wear. Not knowing that, yeah, I, I can bet sleep you do. Well tonight. <laughs> Now you I mean, feel more comfortable if I just go. Now, if you wore boxers. someone else's boxers to bed, that would be awesome. Actually, <laughs> awesome. Mike, awesome. Mike's, Mike's okay. from last night. Hey, he left him. That's how we decided on the shirts. <laughs> he left him at my place, so I was like, <laughs> you know what? 
These are nice. They're Jordan they're, they're boxers, big. you know. They're a little big. A little big, but you know, they did they do the do the trick. So they, I, I had a good sleep. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What were we talking about? Snooze fest. You didn't finish your snooze fest story, did you? No, but um but anyways, yeah. Uh Low Country played that show. Um and and they, uh, we had a couple of actual metal bands on the show, so it wasn't just all, you know, punk rock bands. We had an acoustic act open up. We had some pop punk bands, a couple like metalcore bands, and oh, excuse me, this you're not excused. This uh, Apple Pie came back up. Um, Ew, close. <laughs> but, but yeah, we we wanted to make it be a little bit eclectic. So, so I <clears throat> talked to Frank like, yo, you want to be on a track? And he was like, absolutely. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's embarrassing. I completely forgot that was in there. So I, now you actually know something about me you probably didn't want to know. <laughs> but anyway, the EP that Guardrail was talking about was their second EP called Par at Best, which was released earlier this year. My favorite song from that EP is called Miserable. <laughs>
Miserable by Guardrail right here on Pop Punk and Pizza. They are the headliners for Snooze Fest 2018 at The Wire in Berwyn, Illinois, which Pop Punk and Pizza is proudly sponsoring. Coming up Saturday, January 13th. You can get your tickets right now at TicketWeb.com for just 8 bucks, Or you can get them for 10 bucks at the door with pajamas on or $12 without pajamas. It's an 18 plus show. Doors open at up doors open at 5:30. You can get more info about the show if you hit up bangerangradio.com forward slash pop punk and pizza podcast. Or if you just go to bangerangradio.com, you will find the link to that. All right, so we got all of that out of the way. Let's get to the main attraction, my conversation with St. Jimmy. We should go around and, yes. and introduce everybody. So, well, <laughs> I don't know if you can actually hear Steve right now. He's probably a little muffled because he's got he's got <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. <laughs> he's got the bunny uh, head on right now, the bunny suit that Saint Jimmy carts around here and there. Just hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you can hear that, Steve just said hello, and then we have. I'm Brian. I'm the tree cool, I guess. Yes, you are the although, tree cool. Although I'm is not it, as... Is it con? No, fuck no. C- as a can? <laughs> it's can. It's con. I play in a band with a guy who doesn't even know how to pronounce my last name. We've never con. we've never talked about your Man. last name. Is yours Lamore? <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. That's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Is most it really? Pe- most people fuck see, it up. And no, you're, see, you're I took French, funny. so I know. No, it's funny. actually... It's I actually, took French, but it's, you should have taken American enough to know can instead of con. I don't have two A's. Well, there's, no, it's cool. I appreciate you trying to get it right. Well, I, I didn't say it was kind. I was asking if it no. was. It's can. Okay. It, people even mess up my first name. My secretary at work sent me an email saying, hey, Brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I, I do that all the time. <laughs> I screw those two up. But doesn't, doesn't James Kahn, the actor, spell it the same way? No, he's got two A's. Oh, you have two N's. Two N's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Fancy. So that makes sense. It would be can instead yeah. of con. If it was if it was two A's, that would make more sense. I'm just an idiot. Then I'm sorry. No, it's totally I'm cool. <laughs> it's totally cool. <laughs> and then the Billy Joe. I'm Vince. Yeah, I'm the wannabe Billy. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess uh, yeah. Then I'm Jason White. I guess the wannabe Jason White. Mr. White. Do you spell that W I T E? No. No. You have to say it white. Is, is it Jason White? Wite. Wite. Actually, you were talking about Lamor. It's actually Lamorez. Lamorez. Yeah. It? There's the the S is just so, invisible. So like Flores. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just make. I'm just correlating to a different last name. Jesus. Well, anyway, I I've, I've been you know I plug whenever we have St. Jimmy shows coming up. I always plug them on every podcast episode i do like i start out each episode saying hey i play in this green day tribute band we have these shows coming up if you're you know if you live in the chicago area you know so i'm always talking about i mean i've been i've been a part of the band for a year so anytime there's been a show coming up i've talked about the band and band and i've wanted to do an episode with you guys before so i'm glad we're finally doing it now yeah this is, this is like it's really warm and fuzzy in a cold room yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to sound warm and fuzzy but yeah we're actually free well it's funny because we have right. 
both of the heaters that are running in the, other in the practice the space they're on the completely other side of the room we should have pointed them actually towards this way but um but you guys have been doing this a lot longer since i joined the band and i remember the first time i saw you guys was about seven years ago was i still with it at that point yeah 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 you were because i don't remember anybody else it was okay. you and you guys had tim uh yeah, burling oh, yeah yeah. yeah, he had Tim Burling, and I always thought, like, he he's a good guitar player, but I always thought he looked so funny because he's so tall. Yeah, yeah he's super <laughs> tall, tall, tall and lanky, and, and, yeah. he was, and he was so young, he's just like a stick. Yeah, there. I think him and I are around the same age. He might be younger than me, I can't remember. Well, I guess at the time, like now, both it, I don't even know that he was 21 when we started. No, he wasn't. Well, it's okay, so, him, sneak him, into so him and I play. are around the same age, okay. because I didn't turn 21 until 2011. Gotcha. So... But um, oh, that feels better. Yeah, there's. I can I can feel that my my <clears throat> my feet are cold. And it's not Thank the you. heater. It's Vince. <laughs> <laughs> what you're not seeing right now is Vince is on his lap. Steve's hot <laughs> breath. <sighs> now we had to uh, we had to sneak uh, Tim in. I think a couple shows. Yeah, we did. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't. He wasn't 21. Yeah. Well, yeah, I and mean, there's too much liability for them. So, right, if we wouldn't have <laughs> brought them in the back door, we we would sneak them in in the uh, the monitor cases and everything. We just mm-hmm. no, we didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> would have been a good well, idea, you, though. You could have. No, we know. could for sure. I mean, you guys played a lot of a lot of uh, bar. Some probably called dive bars. You know, you guys played a lot of different shows when you guys first started out. Um, it was completely probably different than how it runs now right oh, as far completely as completely different yeah. gosh we used to do three hour sets just yeah crazy three hours of green day yep i mean that's what green day does but when the tribute yeah. does it it's yeah it's, right we're we, doing it at a bar it's different it's than, definitely overkill yeah we'd yeah. run like two hour 15 hour 20 sets i think we had like over 90 songs in our catalog that we knew yeah and we would probably play on, on any given night, probably like 50 yeah. of them because, uh-huh. you know, they're so short. And I think when we started, we were under this illusion that we could be a tribute band and play what we wanted and, and not what the crowd wanted. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and so, you know, we we were, it, at first, we were booking shows and we were making all right money and we were enjoying it, even though like three-hour sets would kick our ass. But mm-hmm. after a while, they're like, no, you guys have to play. Yeah, we're like, fuck you, we do what we want. But I, but I think that's but that's also why why all of us got into it because we don't we don't just want to play the hits which is the hardest part now about playing a fifty minute to an hour set is you end up playing all the stuff that you have played a trillion times and that you love but not I mean it's the stuff that for you is in the background now well if you think about it I'm Green Day I'm sure come comes across the same dilemma oh yeah well I think any I think any established <laughs> any band band yeah, whether they they're get away with it a little bit more than we can no but yeah. if you think about it if we've all been to Green Day shows multiple yeah, yeah, yeah. times mm-hmm. they all are they mostly play the hits they mostly stick to the songs that people love I mean they do break out some songs that are rarities yeah they're like four, four or five b-sides a show yeah and, and that's about it and, and it's what a 20 25 is it do they do at least I don't know if they go to 25. They play at least 20 songs. Yeah. It may be a little more, somewhere between 20 two, and 25. They've been doing two encores a, a show now, too. So yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, twi- it's like a 20, yeah, it's about 24 songs. Something like that. So, but. But I think where they can get away with it more than we can is. Well, yeah. That the, 
the things that are are hits for them don't necessarily have to be radio hits. Like you know, Jesus of Suburbia, even though it's a nine minute song, that can be their encore, and everybody's into it because they're all Green Day fans. And we show up at a bar and we play it, and it's like. There's three. Yeah, pe- you just get there's, blank stares. There's three people that are super excited, and everybody else is pissed off that they're excited. Yeah, they're like, "What? What is this? I've never no, heard the band's this playing song. for three yeah. people in the room. That's awesome." Yeah. Remember that guy that uh, stuck his head into the speaker the entire set? Oh, he, I went, I saw him at a couple other shows. Uh, he was at American English, and he did the same exact thing. I wonder Do you he think like- he he has like Asperger's or? Uh, actually, some, to be honest, he was totally on the spectrum. Plus, he was or autistic or Plus, something. Plus, he was flat out deaf by that point oh. because he did it at every. I show. was gonna say, man, I don't know how. I still can't do that at a show. Stand literally right in front of the well, speaker no, tower. It shit sound too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, obviously. I always try to go stand by the the sound guy, the soundboard. It always sounds the best. Yeah, usually. Not always. Theoretically, but it's supposed to. Mo- yeah, it's supposed to. I guess it just depends on what venue you're going to, but definitely House of Blues, for sure, standing right in front of the the sound booth there. So what? So I'm curious. I don't know if we've ever gone over this. I mean, I guess we have a little bit at practice. Someone will say, oh, you know, I freaking hate this song or whatever. But that's what- usually Steve. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but what, like, what song does everyone like hate playing the most? Like, least favorite that we play that we've played every show. Oh, that we play every show. Yeah. Like, Man. what's your least? Do you ha- or do you even have one? Maybe I don't know. Maybe everyone. I know Steve does, but <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot. <laughs> I don't know, man. For I, for me, I don't mind any of the ones that we play. Um, you know, there's obviously those that I feel like maybe towards the end I'm, I might have my right arm just fall off by the time <laughs> that we're done with it. But, like, I never hate playing anything. It's more that I think when you start playing the same shit over and over, it gets so run-of-the-mill that you're, like, it's just automatic. You're not really enjoying yeah, what you're, you're doing. You're just trying to get through it. And it takes the energy out. And I, I think... You know, with with this set and the set we're going to do for the nineteenth, just inserting one or two that you really enjoy can revitalize every other tune. So it's not it's not any song that I hate playing, except for "Know Your Enemy." How is this going to say that? <laughs> but um, <laughs> you're totally lying. But you guys, well, you guys I, haven't played that. No, we have a long time. Okay, and so and I, I guess that's where I'm at too. Is like I don't mind playing anything that I don't mind listening to. And yeah. So, I mean, a majority of their catalog, I really enjoy listening to from old to new. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's only the songs that I would never play in my car that when we play, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Sp- speaking of know your enemy, I was kind of surprised that the the Revolution Radio tours that they opened up with know your enemy instead, because usually when they're out touring and they're promoting their current album, they usually like open up with the a song from that album. At least they did that for American Idiot. They did it for 21st Century Breakdown, you know? And I th- I don't know if they did it for the Trilogy tour. I did see them on that tour, but I can't remember what they opened up with. They might have opened up with one of those songs. I can't remember. But I just thought it was weird that they didn't open up with, like, Bang Bang or, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, I mean, it's... Know your Their production of Know Your Enemy Live is so... It's a lot over the bigger. top. Well, so it's it's yeah, it's it it's good. I mean, yeah, it, it's good. But 
I just think it's it's funny that yeah. I just just it's I different. Don't know. It's different. I, I honestly, you know, seeing seeing them twice for this tour, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of uh, the new album. You know, I was really. I don't think I saw Too Dumb to Die, and it was a tune I was really hoping to hear. Um, Outlaws is another song that I thought would have been yeah, awesome live. They didn't go front to back like they did. No, they really didn't. The American Idiot Tour, um, they went front to back with the tour. And almost, then, yeah. I, I feel like it was the almost... The Century Breakdown, I think, too, didn't they? they um, the majority of that album was played, at least, I thought. I feel like it was almost a precursor to their greatest hits that just came out. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that either. I'm I'm still confused on that whole on God's favorite band. Yeah, yeah. What's I mean, confusing about it? Well, it's just a re-release, really, of international super hits. If you think about it, I mean, it isn't it's too the different. Exact same. It's almost the exact same thing. A couple different tunes, and otherwise, it's your same core. Your brain stew and your welcome to paradise. Yeah, it does and, feel repackaged. Yeah, I mean, uh, you have two new songs. There really isn't any B sides on this one, right? Just the one back in the usa i mean that to me that's a b-side i don't know that's well yeah because it's not you you probably got to consider 2000 light years away that too though at this point because it's not it was it's so old that i don't know that it was ever like a huge radio hit i mean that would be no the the only other radio hit it was never radio. it was kind of funny though that the first greatest hits that they never put one of those right and maybe i don't know maybe they couldn't legally at the time maybe they didn't Maybe Reprise or Green Day didn't have the rights to the Lookout um, records yeah, that they did at that time, and I think now they do because Lookout doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, they I think they, re- they they still they still existed when I'm pretty sure when International Super Hits came out. Well, I believe they had they had JAR on there and they had. Uh what was the other one that was? They there? had three. They had three songs that no one ever heard of before. They had that one, Maria, and, and Pop Rocks and, and Pop Coke. Rocks and Coke. Yeah, right. So, and then with this one, they just had a different version of Ordinary World, and then they had Back, Back in, in the, the USA. USA. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's just it was. Yeah, I don't know. It was. I kind of agree, but maybe they just did that because there's a generation that. Is just getting into Green Day because of Revolution Radio. Yeah, all the kids. Yeah, so all the children. Damn kids. All the children. <laughs> well, stop the, moving my microphone. <laughs> well, we want to hear you. That's all. Nobody wants to hear me. I do. I don't. I agree with Steve. I, don't <laughs> I know Brian agrees with me. It's all right. <laughs> but that's that's my guess. Is that's why most of the songs are the same. I agree with Steve, though. I think it would have been nicer if it would have been a little different. Yeah. I, yeah, I would like them to release an album of their favorites. That but, would be cool. But then again, it goes to the same problem of why do they don't why they don't do that at their own show? Yeah, you know, like no right. band really does that. But no. I think they're at the point where they could, and it would still be marketed well. I think their their idea of, I think when they add those rare ones is the ones that they right enjoy playing the most when because that's when the. The atmosphere, you know, not just the atmosphere, but the whole show kind of changes when they go into those rare one-off tunes, you know, you and can they really tell. And they bring those out when they do those small, those random small club dates that they announce like the day oh, yeah, of or the day before, sick. you know, and they're playing like a 500-person room or, you know, or a 1,000-person room. Yeah, if we could you know, see a show like that, that would be a small club with like killer, dude. 100, yeah. 100 people, like that Halloween show they did last year or two years or ago. Or that was, that might have been, yeah, 
might have been longer than that. Maybe. But I remember, I know which one you're talking about. That would have been awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, what was, did you guys, they did the benefit for those hurricanes that happened this last year. Did you watch that live No, was that down stream? in South America or something? Because they, they did something down there that they live streamed. I don't know if they were there or where they were, but I know it was for the hurricanes that happened in, what, Texas and Florida or something like that. Yeah. Um, but that live stream they did was all old songs. Huh. Pretty much. I'd have to go back and catch that. They, like, they played, they played stuff from their first album and the second album, and I think they played some stuff from Dookie, too, but it was all old stuff, pretty much. And it was really cool. And it was stuff that I haven't heard in a long time, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. So, thought that was. What do you? What do you guys? Not I can't say hate playing, but it's run its course for you to enjoy as much as you used to. What do I hate? <laughs> like, <laughs> I like, where do I begin? Now notebook. he bellies hate, up to the mic. Hate, hate, hate is second here. Uh, hate <laughs> is such a strong word, but what do you not enjoy playing anymore? Besides. No, Okay. Well, we don't. Play well, songs anymore. that yeah, we. Well, I know we don't play it anymore for good reason, though. I mean. Well, I think too that it was. Two? I think it was also tough to play that tune, with just three people. It was Even so four produced. Was hard. It, it was. It was. But I think we we, we rightfully pulled it off. Yeah. But it was. But yeah, I don't know. Man. What do you think, Steve? Besides, know your enemy. We got um, a song that's in the set right it's now. In the set right now. Right now, yeah. Uh, that's. Probably gonna be Jesus. <laughs> I knew he was <laughs> gonna, gonna say Jesus that. I knew he was gonna say that. I think so. I'm trying to look at the list from here. Oh with yeah, my horrible glasses. That's kind of far um, away. Yeah. But yeah, I'm. So you've bitched about it like every practice. But what is it that makes that song? It's just so cringeworthy for you. <laughs> long and. But you don't feel I... like it's it's like five well, yeah, different tunes. It depends. Like when you get into it. It kind of flies like during the on on at the House of Blues show. I'm sure it'll it'll fly by, but sometimes it just drags and. I feel like it flies. Drags. I think I feel like it goes by really quickly. I feel like it's the fastest nine minutes ever. Yeah, it really is. Before we started. You guys are just being dicks. <laughs> no, I'm no. That's, that's, that's all that no. Is. That's truly how You're I feel about it. I just I get so into the song that yeah, it goes, and too. I'm like, wow, we're almost done already. I was like, this is. I mean, it's not a boring song to play. I just. We played it for so long and just yeah. I mean that's for also, a long time. We a lot of the songs got repetitive after we were doing three hour sets before. Oh, for sure. I but mean, that's been I a number of years ago. Now, outside right. of playing, to be honest with you, it got to that point where I couldn't even listen to it outside of of playing shows. Three right. hours a weekend. <laughs> yeah, and you guys practices were three hours long. So oh yeah, I mean, well yeah, you just yeah. kind of got sick of it after a while. But now like yeah, I definitely I like playing more of the older tunes. I don't really care for the I shouldn't say I don't care for them I just prefer they're not your favorite yeah yeah I just prefer mm-hmm. the old stuff like I like bringing back the old 2000 light years away and yeah yeah, stuff yeah. Like mm-hmm. how about liners. you Brian which one yeah which one in the well, set I don't know like I said but, I mean or I guess you kind of answered that earlier yeah I mean you? I yeah. since I like listening to them all I the one I guess that's hardest for me to listen to because I'm only waiting for the next one is brain stew Oh. You know, like it's it's easy to play, but it's a quick tune, yeah. and, and it's 
and it's catchy and i know that everybody wants to hear it it's a um, yeah it's a favorite yeah especially for, sure. for fans that aren't green day fans yeah and so they like it, harder music <laughs> i think that's probably one of the few that i would never turn on the radio except for the fact that i would never put on just jaded by itself and i would want to listen to that one well yeah because so it's connect. just it's yeah. like packaged with but that's mm-hmm. probably like my least favorite to listen to and play just because it's so it's so beat out yeah yeah, I could. Jaded is. I can get oh, that. Oh, brain stew. Brain stew. I can understand that. <laughs> Are you? I was spacing out there for. No a shit. You're playing on How your about phone. You, Vince? I'm not playing on my phone. Uh, for me, it's probably still breathing. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> Already? I don't know. It would be that one. Yeah, I could. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a great song, but it's different when you play it live. Mm-hmm. And I think it's even that way for them too. I think for I and and I haven't heard this from a lot of people but a couple of people that really liked the old stuff when when it came out they listened to it and they're like I didn't know they could sell out any harder. Oh, you think yeah. that song's a sellout song? Uh, like- I I think old school fans listen to it and they're like, "Ooh, what happened?" But then I'm like, "Yeah, but did you hear Bang Bang?" And and they're like, "No, because I won't even listen to it." And then there's other people that that are younger that don't know the old stuff as much and it's it's their jam because it's kind of with what's going on what's now what's current now you know? mm-hmm. yeah well that's just like but, American Idiot you oh. knew they were going to get political with this one you right. knew it was going to happen again well, they're, they're political your band. mic keeps moving down it's probably I, hard to hear you it wants to get somewhere it's not uh, we're not going to go there right now but <laughs> What? <laughs> Nothing. It's it's all right. It's, a, like, he- it's a heavy I, mic, so I like face, how you man. told him that his mic's moving down, so he sits up. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> he, does, <laughs> he, he doesn't touch the mic. Your mic's moving he down. Sits oh, up. I want to get away yeah. from it. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my face. I don't like it. I would say for how about you, yeah, for me, it's probably when I come around. It's what? just so boring. It's just a boring song to play. I, I compared to brains too, really. Okay, so no, no, no. I totally. I think the only reason that I don't feel the same way is because the kick work in that song is so specific mm-hmm. that I can't. I can't be thinking about like uh-huh. when I when I listen to the song, I kind of feel the same way because it's yeah. so overplayed, so beat out. It's just by this point, you know, it came out in what ninety four, mm-hmm. and so you just hear it over and over and over yeah. again. But and I don't feel that way about any of the other Dookie songs. I think it's just really it's just yeah. that one. For me, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I obviously playing guitar for it versus playing drums is different. But I just, well, and I'm, I'm sure, not saying I hate the song. Well, and do I you just, feel do you feel sometimes that way on a lot of the older stuff, being more of a second guitarist, that your workload is a little bit? No, because I I'm I'm mainly a rhythm player anyway. Gotcha. <laughs> so gotcha. You know, because like she is so simple, it's such a simple song, but I fucking love that song yeah she is such a i don't know what it is because obviously all the dookie songs are simple but she and and um and when i come around her are are some of the simplest ones but i you know she i love playing live and i could always do it and i guess it's just the um the energy is just just completely different for those songs yeah the tempo f- and the... I feel like the energy from when I come around is, as well as you can play it uh, for us as a band, I don't know that the energy that it could or should have is ever going to come from us 
as much as it has to come from the crowd. Yeah. Because it's a sing-along song, yeah. and if, you know, if you're opening and you're waiting for the room to fill or something, you're not going to... But I'm, but everybody needs to hear it. Like it's expected, so you got to play. Yeah, it, you know. Well, like you said, it's it's one of the the big hits, and and a lot of times they use it to bring a a fan up on stage to play guitar. Right. You know. So there's that too. Have but, we done? We've done that on that tune before, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, we brought somebody up for it. Over, we should do that for a sheet. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, come I didn't know you guys did that. Yeah. yeah, we've done it a couple times. We usually know about it ahead of time, don't we? Well, I would think you would <sighs> probably. Usually. I'd, I'd like to do a random at House of Blues, but... I wonder if there would be anyone there. Wow, wait a... So nobody's going to be at the House of Blues show, is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, 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 awesome. no, no. That's a That's great not way what to I was, look at it, Jake. I said I wonder if anyone would be there that right. would be able to play it because it's not like it's not like a green day show where someone is definitely going to be there that you know is going to know the song yeah but you could do it like brain stew or you could teach them how to play it in two seconds i should just have i think brain stew's i should just have staccatos are so tight Mm -hmm. i should just have the the guy who played it at the argon ballroom show i'm facebook friends with him yeah man just hit him up the the pink hair dude (laughs) thomas thomas bolvin or thomas the train yeah (laughs) (laughs) Bring bring him in Bring him in. <laughs> that guy was like 15, wasn't he? Who he's he, a, he was, I think he's a teenager. Okay, I, he's I don't. Teenager. I don't know. He but did, he did an awesome job. After he yeah, really after did. that show, I found him on him on Facebook. Um, yeah, did I did you? Too. Briefly. Yeah, I, I was pretty he drunk was, though. I don't he really was, remember. No, I was too. Um, he was deer in the headlights at all the people trying to talk to him after. Oh show. yeah, yeah. That kid was. I'm sure his Twitter and everything. Well, blew he. Up. I mean, he did such a good job. He made it on the that Spotify documentary they did oh did he yeah did, did really? you guys watch that that th- it was like a three-part documentary about oh, it was no, mainly about the er- it was mainly about the like the early days and how they hmm. started but um yeah he was they interviewed him for that wow yeah that's and that aragon show was so good that's oh all god all it takes Gosh, is, that was the easily easily the best best green day show that i that is seen. the the one night of my adult life that like transported me back <clears> to being 17 yeah, I I did not care about how dumb I looked or how drunk I got or how loud I sang or sang, or it just it was awesome. Well, what helped? It was in a smaller venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's I mean, what made it for sure. And and for us to have like front row up on those balconies, just overlooking the entire crowd, having such mm-hmm. a good time there, and kind of us being together. You know, we had never we had never gone to a show together like that. You guys, that was the first time you guys saw Green Day. It was. It was. I can't believe noobs. <laughs> I can't Bunch believe of noobs. <laughs> I don't know. I still think the best was when I saw them the first time. My very first time seeing them was probably still the best. Was it? It was American was on, Idiot, right? It was the American Idiot yeah. at uh, UIC. I was GA floor. I was one person behind the barricade. And nice. plus, you had it's you awesome. had Newfound Glory and what Sugar Cult there? Yeah, and Newfound Glory has a horrible crowd. Well, I've I've seen them multiple times, and their crowd is just crazy. They all like to bum rush the stage, and they come out. So mm. you get you get trampled pretty much. But yeah, no. It was I would have loved that. that show because I'm a huge Sugar Cult fan, and I miss that seen band a lot too. Yeah, Sugar Cult's good live too. I only saw them once, and it was actually they played Warp Tour that summer before that fall yep. tour, and I saw them at Warped, and they're one of the headliners that. On that warp tour, I yeah, because right? they they played. They were one of the last bands to play. Yeah, in in uh, '04, there. So. Yeah, they're they're good. And but Newfound Glory is always fun too. They're always good. Yeah, again, oh yeah, they're, they're a great. Ba- every time I've seen them, I don't know what it is. 
I've seen him at Warp Tour. I saw him at the UIC. Every time they come out, their crowd just wants to get on stage. Every single person, you're getting squished. You oh know? yeah, but you they can know make your way. You could use that though to make your way up front, so that by the time Green Day comes on. <laughs> oh, speaking of Warped, are you going awesome. to Warped? Oh yeah, the, the last, last one. The last, last one. one. We should all go together. Yeah, we're maybe going. they're looking. You know, I was talking to Kevin Lyman, and he said he was looking for a Green Day tribute since he couldn't get the real Green Day on. You know. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> that would be awesome. As he's sitting there was, shaking was his that, head line. Was that serious or? No. Yeah, because <laughs> like, he talks to Kevin Lyon. Yeah, because I talk to Kevin Lyon. You know, him, him, him and I are tight. I know. Because I, I played one I day to work tour and, and we're big I best buds for now. the last four minutes and I heard that and like my, my attention came back and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Kevin Lyman or Steve was Lyman talking, and, and I, I just kind of droned out. <laughs> it usually happens. No, it was it was really cool. Speaking of Kevin Lyman, I remember being at Warp Tour a couple times and actually seeing him walk through the crowd. Yeah, yeah. And I always thought that was out. I always thought that was the coolest thing. I'm like, oh, it's like that's Kevin Lyman. <laughs> he just walked right by me. I was like, this is so cool. Uh, yeah, yeah no. you almost want to take. I mean, he's obviously not in any of the bands, but he is the. You know, the heart and soul of Warp Tour. So it always, I should have got like a picture with him because he's as much as a celebrity as anyone else on that tour. What you What's know. the reason that they're making it the last one? Uh, I, I honestly, I think it's, um, well, they were saying they're not getting, the, the costs are going up and they're not getting the returns that they used to. And I think, honestly, they got a lot of competition compared to what they did when they first started. There's a lot more music festivals. Right. There's more bands getting back on the road because they're not making <laughs> money from their money, albums. Right? Absolutely, they have to. So all these, um, like re- I won't. I don't know if you, what what word you want to use, but retro artists or or whatever are getting back on the road. So you you just there's so many different tours and there's so many different music festivals to compete with. I feel like nowadays, yep. that's just my opinion. But these, they're still going to be doing stuff. It's just not. There won't be any cross country. There'll be a new. Someone will come out with Some, a new. Yeah, old somebody tour. will pick up something. I'm sure it'll start up again. It'll just be called something different. I mean, it's bound to happen. It did did so well for how long? Yeah, it's really the only. It's one of the only big traveling festivals that go and, across. And the now US. there, I don't think there's any. That's that's it. Not for that type of music, no. 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 You have more of your metal stuff. You, you still have a main festival, I think. Open air. I mean, op- but, well, open air is just Chicago, though. Right. I was going to say, those festivals don't tour, don't though. Move. Well, Mayhem does. They does, used to, at least. Is May- I thought, is Mayhem still around? I didn't think it was. Well, that's a good question. I don't I know. know. Uproar is gone. Right. I remember when too. I was, I was going to say, when I was a kid, Ozfest was still a touring thing, and then they cut it down to, what, one... Um, one uh one city right and yeah, was it in texas or I think something they still do it like in the uk or something like that but they don't do it out here it's well weird. ozzy's doing his farewell run he announced well that's so, just, and yeah but is it Sabbath. actually his farewell though i mean look at uh what band? motley Crue did a farewell tour for three years and then they finally disappeared <laughs> <laughs> well I mean, they were on their final farewell well that's what they do because well they have you know how many countries they have to travel well, to. well no i'm saying they came back <laughs> Those they started their farewell <clears throat> tour, hit Chicago, did the rest, then came back to Chicago the next year, and then came back to three separate. I'm not saying they just took three years to hit all the stuff. They came back. Yeah, they they repeated themselves and they kept just saying, "Oh, it's gonna be." A- 
He probably forgot where one. he played. It's this one. <laughs> and then this he just had to keep coming back just to make sure he didn't miss out, you know? Uh, yeah, no, it I mean, could be. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see if Ozzy actually... <laughs> I think he will. If he stops. Oh, yeah, he will. He's getting up there, man. Oh, yeah, he's... And I'm and I'm sure a, he doesn't sa- he doesn't sound like he once did anyway. It's actually kind of weird how so. I saw him. I just saw him a couple years ago. The last time he was in Chicago, uh, in Tinley, uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah, and, that was just uh, last summer, wasn't it? Or was it two summers ago? Uh, it was like I think it was like two or three summers ago, if I remember right. Unless they played again since I've been. I mean, no, I, th- I saw him a couple years ago. It wasn't like, this last summer. It was like of sixteen, I think, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, you, you might be right. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, it's just so weird how he is. You, you can barely understand him when he talks, but when he starts singing, it's like a totally different person. I'm sure you Even can hear... his age, it's still crazy. You, know? you can hear all the F-bombs, though, because that's what everyone told me. Like, he says fuck like every other word. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> it, just like watching him on that show he had. I mean, that's really how he is in real life. I mean, it's yeah. no BS. He, he barely, you know, he's barely audible when he's talking. And then he sings, and it's like a totally different... You know, it's crazy. It's good live though. I mean, it's, it's a good show for especially for his. He's been around since what, seventies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's nuts. Cray, cray, man. <laughs> You're no longer in the band. <laughs> Just as I said, cray, cray. Hey, I brought donuts. There's there's a Z <clears throat> in there. Just so you know. So. We just obviously we just finished up practice, and you guys agreed I'm to sweaty. do the podcast. Are you sweaty? How can you get sweaty? It's cold I in here. Kidding, God! Way uh. to call me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, in your opinion, what is like the hardest song or thing to pull off with when it comes to covering uh, a Green Day song? Might be part of it, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Or, what, or what's one like I'm I know there's joking. a lot of things that are hard for me when it comes to being do you mean stuff that being, we play or stuff that we really avoid because it is tough to pull off either or I mean man I think a lot of the a lot of the newer stuff Sense American Idiot and Beyond is really tough to pull off because yeah. it is so produced we don't have six people on stage unfortunately you know? yeah I mean, that's what it comes down to. And my mic does keep falling down. Mm-hmm. And they and they do they do keep. Lower. Obviously, they're progressing in their songwriting and yeah. So yeah, they, I mean, you guys, they, uh, and I and I wasn't able to make it, but you guys uh, tried out Revolution Radio last year, and I mean that's an extremely produced song. And I'm I mean I didn't get to be a part of it, but I know that was hard for me on guitar. Yeah, and it's just because like there's. The, the lead part in there was hard for me to play and I'm not really a, a much of a lead player to begin with so that was the that was the challenging part for me on yeah. on the Revolution Radio song I mean so, I, and I love that song though I think it's a great know, I do too. it just didn't take either I mean once we played it just the reaction of the crowd too was really just kind you don't of, think it was just the fact that maybe I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's like I fucking tanked uh, on it it's, it's like certain songs it's like this, this is actually the real reason we decided not to play this it was you. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't the crowd. We just made it up so it didn't make you feel bad. So. No, they, For, uh, a lot of the new stuff, it's hit or miss. It's hard to tell what they're going to... And it really going to like it and who's not going to like it. It really depends on your crowd. Like, you have a younger crowd and they're all into it. You could have, you know, more 30s crowd and they just want to hear the old stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, the hardest thing that we play for me, and I, I feel like I work on it, 10 times a week is just that fill and bang bang oh that's a tough one man. you know and I, I felt like both times that I saw him I'm like alright cool I'm gonna get to see what the hell he does and then his hands look like 
you know, just a machine gun going off. And you, <laughs> you can't, can't even tell. see them. You They're can't just even tell. What the fuck? The camera can't even catch it. And so, I mean, it's gotten a lot better, but you don't even know that what you're doing or what anybody says that he's doing is actually what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cool-ass fill, though. Yeah, I agree. He's just an amazing drummer. He, for sure. Yeah. He's... You know, He's, I, I feel like he's underrated. A lot of people don't give him the credit that I think he deserves. I think a lot of it goes to right. Travis Barker and other... Yeah, you know. I think I think he's become an amazing pocket drummer, which is something you wouldn't think would be important. For he's very technical. Band. Yeah, I mean, su- super technical. Um, his solos too. have been awesome you know, over the past 15 years. Um, and his, his sense of timing, you know, if you, if you listen to the older older stuff you can tell they recorded without a metronome and now it's almost like you don't even know if they do but he's so he's so on anyway um, yeah yeah he's he's become a great pocket drummer they didn't use tuners either back then it wasn't just the metronome when they recorded they back in my day they didn't use <laughs> tuners if you ever try to jam to anything pre-dookie well even dookie i think's out of tune but if you oh come on they 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 uh recorded at fantasy was it fantasy studios one of the you know most well-known studios back in the day at that time in for their which, area yeah they oh, yeah, yeah they record yeah. you know they recorded at a fancy studio so i'm sure they had two pre-dookie though yeah, i know 1039's <laughs> a little out 1039 i mean obviously and, uh, the the, the first two but yeah the but first he, couple he, records but even dookie if you if you listen to it like timing wise oh, timing's totally off, yeah. did not use a metronome, they use they, a metronome they're either. coming up and down i honestly wonder back at that time how they used metronomes with recording Still the same. I How, think, the click track. Yeah, I don't, right. Would I don't have been a click track much. back in '93 or '94. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so. with a computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I don't, don't think th- I think that was all tape. Maybe. Pretty Maybe. sure that album was it tape. I don't think it was. Metronome, you know, ding, ding, I was gonna say, would it just be something that he's listening to in his head? I, I, don't, I know. don't know. Unless they have like a digital metronome that they go. Yeah, I just wonder. Yeah. I just sometimes when I listen to old albums like that, I just wonder. Is like, okay, how did they do? Yeah, I mean the first that. the first time that I ever recorded was probably like '96, and I think that I had my digital metronome and I had I just a pair of headphones I plugged in. Yeah, I think that's yeah, usually it's that's just a the long drummer. That I could be ago. wrong, but I could swear Dookie was recorded recorded on tape. I don't. Yeah, think it may, was, yeah, you might you probably better know than I do. I, so. I I can't say for sure, but I'm just I'm guessing that it wasn't recorded on computer. I could be totally wrong though. What look. song gives you guys fits? Or like even just a little part. Uh-huh. Gives gives us fits? Yeah, yeah. like it's, like you said, is uh is it oh, <laughs> man. I gotta take him while I can. No, I know. <laughs> shot, shot. I take the shots, man. Yeah, What's no, the- <laughs> it's, it's just a part that I mean, whether it's something that you just uh, timing wise or Something you forget about. <laughs> It'd be basket cases. That's like half knew. the set yeah. for me. I know. I mean, come on. Um. Part of my problem is I just I don't practice. I don't get to practice enough. So there's things that I can actually get down if I just practice. Right. You know. I suppose that goes with most everything. But yeah. practice, practice, practice. <clears throat> yeah, Steve practice. Li- Steve likes yeah. to practice a lot. Yeah, I do. And He's the hardest working member of the band. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hey, Steve, did you learn this? No, I'll figure it out in practice. <laughs> yep, yep. I practice every week. 
Oh, Every man. Sunday at five thirty. What's um if if uh, you guys ever met a member from Green Day, who would you want it to be, and what would you ask them? Uh, or what's something you've always wondered that you've wanted to ask them? Oh, jeez, Jesus! There's I know it's a lot of. I just since I, just I knew I probably would not ever. I never thought about it. Oh, I used I, to think about it, but like what. I mean, it depends on the situation, I guess, but at the same time, I don't know. It's been so long now, I think it'd just be kind of... I don't think I'd fangirl it, you know, like I, I would have Well, yeah, ago. well, that would I totally... Think, yeah, I'd be like, oh, hey, how's it going, you know? Like, I don't think yeah. it'd be screaming and passing out kind of a thing. I think it'd just be, like, chill, almost. Well, you'd want it to be that way anyway. We're, we're actually on uh, the the last episode of uh, Pop Punk and Pizza we did, we were actually talking about that whole thing about when you meet celebrities you don't want to like freak out like a little fangirl because no, they're yeah, just going to be like oh god dude, yeah, this, you this, yeah. this shit again like you know they they want to be treated as a an everyday person you know or like a normal person you know i don't know but, i just uh, wondered if there was ever ever anything you've always wanted to ask or or if there's a certain member that you would want to meet or maybe you'd be scared to meet one versus the other you know I I'd be more practical about it. I mean, I'd like to meet probably Trey Cool just because of the drumming. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess if I were going to ask him one thing, it'd be like, "What is your your I don't know when what's your practice regimen? Like, what's the top thing you that you make sure you're paying attention to when you practice? You know, I don't because it's practical. Yeah, um, the fan. Yeah. yeah, definitely get away from the fangirl stuff. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know that I was like that when I was younger. Oh, I definitely just, was. Just come off like an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, I'd still be a nervous wreck meeting really? any of them. I think just because there's such a they've been such a big part of of my life. Would you would you elongate the handshake? Like, would you be the <laughs> guy that does the handshake but you can't let go? <laughs> and then you do like just, you that do goes like, into immediate hug. Yeah, and then it goes into, a hug. into his pocket, and, and and you got like the Jesus stare looking right at him, like. I can't believe it's. <laughs> You'd probably start crying. Uh, <laughs> I don't crying know. I don't you? know what I do. Honestly, I don't. I don't. I really don't. I think probably the. I always thought Mike Dirt seemed like he's like a cool. He seems like the more down to earth. He that, seems that like would, that would be the one I would want him. Yeah, be. he seems like he'd be the nicest one out of all of them. Yeah. You know? I I wouldn't mind grabbing a cup of coffee with him. You know. He's a huge coffee guy. That's right. Just has anyone tried his coffee? I've been wanting to. Vince has it. Is it good? Oh, for real? Yeah, Vince has it. I don't remember. I drank so much of it. Well, it must have been good. So I didn't get to try it. I've been wanting to try it and talk about it on the the show, but I still haven't bought any. Shame. So yeah. So we should get. A bag and then do a review. <laughs> do a review on yeah, Oakland coffee. Review coffee. Yeah, I got the next podcast is a review of his coffee. Of <laughs> Mike Dern's coffee. Well, just of all their products. Like I'll get I'll get Trey sticks and then. Then you guys didn't buy the eyeliner. Yeah, I can do right? the no, yeah, Oh yeah, me. the eyeliner. That's new. Yeah. That's in the last two or three or well, four months or something soon, like yeah. that. Oh, it's not out yet. I thought it was no, out it already. Comes, uh, does it run? Does it run when you cry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll find. That'll be the review. We'll review the, the <laughs> yeah. eye. See, Vince will do the eyeliner since he's Billy, and then well, Brian's. The, you'll have too. to they do the. To try it. Then no, Steve will have to do back. the coffee. Oh, I got no problem trying the coffee. Jason yeah. White doesn't have any signature things, so I because he's barely even in the band. I mean, come on. Well, he's you know he's 
Uh, he's, just an added. He's, he's an added musician. There. Did they did they <laughs> yeah. officially add him since uh, Bang Bang or Revolution? Well, he's Radio, in the band, but it's just when it comes to like PR stuff and he's, yeah, photos, it's, it's he's always a three. He's piece. usually not there, you know. But well, right, he's always been just live support. I think he actually does some recording with them though, too. Maybe. Yeah, now he does. Yeah, yeah. I know he did stuff for the trilogies. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I only I only know that because I watched the right. the documentary. Yeah, they did. yeah, I don't. As far as American Idiot, I want to say no. And for Twenty First Century Breakdown, I have no idea. But I know for the trilogies, he did, and I'm sure he probably did for, you know, um, Revolution Radio. But I don't know for sure. God, they didn't a, put out a they didn't put a, out a doc for right. What an Revolution awful three Radio. albums that was. <laughs> You just yes. want to bring that up because you oh, know I like them. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how you do, but <laughs> you know I, your music taste is suspect. I think yeah, I, we're I think what it is. I'm just I just like Green Day, and I think that's, you know I honestly I don't know that I ever really even listened to him or gave him a chance. And, I, and honestly, <laughs> I, I really He's just like fuck it. I, well, I hate him anyway. No, you know what? You know what's funny is I did I actually did the same thing with Warning. I liked Nimrod so much, and I think I was still beating the hell out of it when warning came out and then i heard minority and i was like what's this bullshit where are they going with this now and and so i i didn't even listen to warning until after we started yeah. and, you know american idiot and 21st century had been out and and we we started playing minority and warning and we played i think blood sex and booze uh, here and there you guys yeah, play blood sex and booze uh-huh. yeah um there's a lot of stuff we used you know to and play. i and i you know that like you know vince even learned some stuff that we never played like i think Castaway, yeah, cast like away, Deadbeat yeah. Holiday, oh, and stuff. Nice. And, um, but it, it, when you go back and listen to it, it is it is kind of a total departure from what they did before because it's just like a really happy, fun kind of poppy. Um, when Rob Cavallo didn't produce that, it, they 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 uh, produced it themselves. Yeah, and and so I I don't know, like I can't say that I hate Uno Dostre, but what I've heard. Like, I don't know, when Oh Love came out, I was like, oh no. Yeah, that, that just... it's weird because Oh Love, there's no other song I feel like on the, the trill, those three albums that sounds like, like that. Oh Love. Yeah. And I still don't get why they why released that, that as the, first, the, as the lead single. Yeah. Well, it makes me wonder too, what were the other 50 songs or whatever that they didn't choose? I mean, they chose. Oh, they the songs wrote, on the they uh, on the trilogy they selected out of the giant group. So how much w- are the picks that they didn't pick better or worse? That's what's one because it's already pretty bad with the three <laughs> CDs. I mean, I, I just wonder, you know, did they did I, they have something else coming down the line in a year that's going to be? I think I, you know, was oh um I think I liked the trilogy so much <laughs> because it wasn't like. 21st century or american idiot or even revolution radio where there's that um kind of concept feel and it was just kind of like all right we're just going to write a bunch of shit and yeah. it's just going to come out and I, I think that was the point too yeah of you know and i mean whether you liked it or not i just i don't know i think maybe that's why i gravitate towards not not saying they're my they're not my favorite right. or anything but i think that's why i like them and appreciate them to a certain degree so but I don't know. That anyway, I, I don't know. <laughs> we could, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we could argue this all yeah, day. Yeah, we could argue debate. this all day. But um, but anyway, so um, 
thank you guys for being on. For sure. And so, yeah, December 26th, House of Blues. Day after Christmas. Yay. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It'll be a good show. So. It's going to be fantastic. That'll be my first House of Blues show, too. Heck yeah. You didn't play nope. the one that they played that summer? No. no. I mean, no, I've had no. That wasn't you? Who was no, that? I, uh, I think that was Justin. That was ju- Justin. Someone yeah, that I've never met. That was Justin. Okay. Yeah, I was gone for Justin and then a couple Phil years. And you were still back. gone at that time. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was he was just filling in for you at that first no, House No, I of think Blues it show. was right before I ended up coming back. Okay. Because the first show that I came back and played was the one that we did, the entire Dookie album, at um, up in Palatine. What's that place? Dirty Nellies. Dirty, Dirty, Dirty Nellies. Dirty Nellies. No. Yeah. Um, Shameless plug for them right there. <laughs> Way to go, mm-hmm. Brian. Well, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, but we so played. this is the third time then I for believe. the band, yeah, for the band, third yeah. House of Blues. I'm always, I'm just always grateful to play. I can't um, wait. It doesn't, it doesn't matter where, but I'm always extremely grateful, obviously, to play House of yeah, Blues. Yeah, I'm I sure agree. you guys I, feel the same way. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I have not played I don't, any venue of its caliber. Probably the closest I've ever played would be like the Double Door. But that's a totally different type. Yeah, of thing. they're not even around anymore. No. Um, but that that was a great. It was a great room to play. Mm-hmm. Just wait. HOB is sweet. I it bet. is. It's going to be fantastic. It's very sweet. Um, so, so, yeah, that'll fun. be fun. You can get uh, tickets at LiveNation.com, and we're giving away tickets, too. So, yes, we are. Yeah. If you want to go to our social media pages, either the St. Jimmy one or Pop Punkin' Pizza or... Or you Bangerang can, Radio. What, Jake, what's your phone number? They can just call you directly. <laughs> they can call me directly. <laughs> yeah, they could. That's right. Speak a certain tone. Uh... Hi, yeah. how may I help you? <laughs> be a very interesting phone call, that's for sure. <laughs> Man. Um, and then I b- believe we still have January 19th at Black Sheep yes. in Orland yep. Park. So. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> I had to. Good work. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> All right. Um, All right, man. Anything else oh. before... No, we, we should do a part two sometime. We should, yeah, we should. This was fun. Yeah, there's just so many things we can talk about. For sure, didn't get my pizza. Yeah, we didn't get see. We didn't get the pizza this time. You guys will have to come to the. Well, it's the, also like the, eight in the morning. The right studio. Now, so. That's true. We did this in the morning on a Sunday. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks for having us, man. No problem. Thank thanks. You. Thanks for being Thank on. You. All right, thanks again to the boys in St. Jimmy for being on the podcast. Before we end the episode, Pop Punk Picks of the Week. Three, two, one. All right, so my first pick is Come Over by The Frantic. Now, you may, if you're from the Chicagoland area, you probably remember The Frantic. They're a pop punk punk band. It got pretty big in this scene up until they actually came to an end. I, I want to say it was 2012 when they split. Don't quote me on the exact year. But anyway, they're reuniting this coming weekend for one show with the Pink Spiders. You may remember them from about 10 years ago. I know the Frantic actually toured with the Pink Spiders back in the day. So this show is this coming Friday in Chicago if you're looking for something to do at Sub-T. It's uh, December 15th, 17-plus show. Get your tickets at Ticketfly.com. Peel 
is also playing. I've never heard of Peel, but I'm going to check them out now. So if you feel like going to an awesome show this Friday in Chicago, I highly suggest going to see The Frantic, one of my favorite all-time Chicago bands. But yeah, the songs come over. over the frantic my first pick of the week here on pop punk and pizza podcast they are reuniting for one show with the pink spiders this friday sub t it's the 15th 17 plus show like i said so go to ticketfly.com to get those tickets uh come over 
was from the last EP that they put out, which they just called The Frantic. They did have a full-length album before that, but you can literally listen to either of those practically anywhere online. Spotify, and the, the list goes on and on and on. Now, my second pick of the week comes from a band out of Orange County, California, called Sincerely Me. Now, Nolan from Sincerely Me actually sent me an email with links to their music months back, and now I'm finally getting a chance to actually listen to it. I apologize, Nolan, that it took me so long, but they sent me a couple songs, and the song that I liked was called Main Attraction. She said, just let it go, that I don't want to know. I got my face to the window, watching you go. She said, let's take it slow, that I don't want to know. She's got me all tied up, cause I'm never enough, oh, oh.
Main Attraction by Sincerely Me. Check those guys out. They're from Orange County, California. Digging the tunes, guys. Maybe we can finally set up an interview somewhere down the line. So that's it this week. I'm Jacques Lamour, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. This is literally the highlight of my week to get to uh, do these um, episodes with you. So make sure you find us on social media. We're Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast on Facebook, our Twitter, Pop Punk and Pizza Pod, Instagram, Pop Punk Pizza Podcast. My Instagram, or not my Instagram, my Twitter is on air with JL. And then, of course, you have the Bangerang Radio, the Bangerang Radio social media pages as well. Both Twitter and Facebook are at Bangerang Radio. And if you're in a band, you want your music played on the show, or you want to set up an interview, please shoot me an email, bangerangradio at gmail.com. Now, I've had some bands hit me up through social media pages, which is cool to get the ball rolling, but it's always best to shoot me an email, and that way I have it in one place, and I don't have to look at my email, and then at Instagram, and then at Facebook, and Twitter. It just, you know, it gets to be too much, so bangerangradiogmail.com for music submissions, and also to possibly get an interview. I can't guarantee that I'm always going to play your music or that I can get you on the show, but I'm definitely going to try my best. Now, next week on the show, I'm going to have a band called Gallery 81 out of Chicago. Go figure. Um, They have a brand new single that they're dropping this coming weekend, actually. And that episode is going to be out on December 20th, Wednesday, December 20th. So that's actually my mom's birthday. I better make sure I get her a present. (laughs) I'm still working on it. I'm trying to find the uh, perfect present. But anyway, so that'll be next week on Pop Punk and Pizza. Hey, my friend, whatever it is you're going through, keep on a trucking because I know you can do it. All right? I believe in you. You can do this. All right? I'll see you next week. Well, not see you, but you, you get what I mean. Hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.